Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 20 of the Mess Hall Podcast. It's been a ton of fun doing this podcast so far. The first 20 episodes have gone by really quick. Hoping to do another 20. You know, it's been a ton of fun, so thanks everybody for your support so far. Um, This week isn't a comedian podcast, but it was a ton of fun. Very educational for me. I sat down with Christina at the Rail Yard Brewing. You know, we sat down, we had some beers, we had some food, we paired them up. It was a great time. You know, I don't want to ruin too much for you, but get in there, give it a listen. Give it five stars on iTunes if you like it. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Mess Hall Pod. And if you have any questions, email me at the Mess Hall Podcast at gmail.com. And other than that, have fun. Enjoy this episode. I know I did. Thanks. Hey, I've been talking about it for a while and. Yeah, everyone knows that I'm part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. Well, maybe not everyone, but everyone that listens to this on a regular basis. And it's no difference this week. I am still part of the Podcast Network. It's been a ton of fun. I like it. It gives me an opportunity to listen to other podcasts that, you know, sometimes are out of my comfort zone, what I usually won't listen to. But, you know, it's been a great ride. So this week I want to give my shout out to A Branded World. I've been wanting to see if I can improve my brand as a mess hall podcast and see if I can get more listenership. So I started listening to some of her podcasts. Um, It's a delightful podcast hosted by Louisa Campos. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, Just a nice podcast on branding. You know, if you're ever trying to build your brand, Make sure you give it a listen. I know I have. I'm going to continue listening to it, so hopefully I can get some more tips and tricks and how to improve the Mess Hall Podcast brand. So make sure you give it a listen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this. Um, not just about the beer, but um, when I first emailed you, you talked about matching your beers with food, so that made me really excited. Um, so, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Really excited that you did contact um, contact us here at Rail Yard. Um, not only is it a personal passion of mine, a being craft beer. Um, I one of, one of my life mottos is I put things in my mouth that make me happy, um, and that includes a lot of uh, delicious craft beer, but also food. Um, I come from a background. Uh, well, I'm, I'm Australian, um, but my gra- my father is European descent. Um, 
I'm only first generation on my parent on my father's side. I'm second generation on my on my mother's side. Um, and we used to grow a lot of our own produce. Uh, my grandfather worked in abattoir, so um, always having fresh, ready to go produce. I'm um, producing stuff at your own home. Um, and always being surrounded by good food um, and good drink. I, I grew up in the back seat of my parents' car, going from winery to winery, um, and being having appreciation for some of the finer things in life. Um, and finer things don't necessarily have to be expensive. That's one of the things that we need to realise. You can get your hands on some beautifully, wonderfully um, value-driven um, product, and and most of that comes from things that are produced locally in our own backyard. We're pretty blessed here in Alberta to not have only some of the best grain being produced in the whole entire world, um, but also meats and cheeses and, and produce. So to be able to bring this all together is is really such a pleasure. That's great. That's that's amazing. What you said is almost exactly like what I think about food. Mm-hmm. You hit it right on the head, like the hammer on the nail for me when you said great food doesn't have to be really expensive, and, and I believe in that. And Alberta has some great beef, some great foods. Um, you're not the first person I heard say that like, the produce here is world class. So, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about what we have in front of us? Yeah. Like how, how you're matching beers with food and stuff like that? Yeah, so uh, one of the things that I think we forget, I mean, we've had such a wine culture for so long, and the craft beer industry here in Alberta is so is so new still. I mean, we're we're looking at eighty nine breweries currently in Alberta, and the number is perpetually growing. Um, and one of the things that I really want to open up people's world to is let's not forget about pairing our beer with food. Beer, beer is just, you know, it's good beer is not made to be chugged. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, we can shotgun a beer, but at the end of the day. Let's, let's treat our beer like our food and like our wine and, and let's pair it with something that's really good. So one of the things uh, I did when I started here with uh, Rally Art about four months ago um, is I really wanted to boost that. We have a beautiful space here at the, at the brewery, which we're currently sitting in right now. Uh, we have old spools as tables. We have beautiful railing lights. And um, I really wanted to bring that that feeling of being at home into our brewery and being able to put some good food on the, on the table here. Um, so we introduced our own cheese and charcuterie program. Um, hashtag I stole the Mac, Mackenzie Weird, who is uh, the old uh, manager from Sharkat. Um, I stole her and she now has brought in this beautiful cheese and charcuterie program that we have here now, which is completely curated as well. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start off with our lager. So our lager is a German style lager. So we use uh, two row bit of Pilsner on that and a tiny little bit of biscuit malt too. We hop with a really classic German hop called Hallertal Mittelfruit, um, which has this beautiful herbaceous and almost minty freshness that kicks on the end. So we're just gonna take a little, little sip of that. Got some nice carbonation on it. We have a little bit of that uh, grainy and, and biscuity sweetness to it. Um, one of the things that we like to pair that with um, going is our uh, Wensleydale. Um, so the Wensleydale is a little bit more of a harder cheese. Um, it's it's got a little bit of a salty and savoury and and even even a bit of a sharpness to it. What that does is help contrast with what we've got going on here. So with a lager, a lager will be um, have a bit more carbonation to it. 
it'll have that sweetness to it as well so when we get something that's kind of sharp and something that's salty i mean salt and salt and sweetie sweet go together okay they they contrast each other um so someone if we're looking at pairing our beer with our food or any kind of drink with our food we always look at cutting contrasting or complementing and we can do a little bit of everything sometimes with most of it but one of the things we're doing here is working with a bit of contrast um so how we do this is cut a bit off do you like a bit here and we'll just have a have a little sip of our lager with that lager still in your mouth put a bit of that cheese in so you see how they get the contrast with the sweetness yeah and the saltiness but then the carbonation on that too like when we take another sip of our lager afterwards that lager cleanses our palate takes away cuts through some of that fattiness so you get in that cheese as well so some because it is quite dense and it does have a little bit of that sharpness to it and it just cleanses your palate and gets your palate ready for the next bite the other one that I, I really like to pair it with also is the gouda which we have here now the gouda isn't a um like it's not it's not a heavy cheese it doesn't have a huge like huge banging profile on it like the Wensleydale it's a little bit softer almost like little kind of florally notes to it so one of the things I like to do with this this is a real uh, complement with our lager nothing overtakes anything so when we have a little bit of our lager here and then eat our gouda it's just smooth it's balanced there's that complement of that sweetness that goes on yeah yeah you're so right it, it balances really good and mm. a different type of balance too almost like the Wesley Dale is a little bit harder but and I think you mentioned feta like a fatty yeah sort of texture dense almost. denser yeah, like, got a little bit more of that higher fat content yeah, a in it a little bit of salty and that lager definitely balances it out really nicely totally totally so moving on to our meats that we have um so one of the ones that i like to pair with this is the other uh, sauson which is this one right here the sauson has like a little peppery note to it Um, so this um, sausage originates in France, um, but it's also similar to the um, salsion that you get in Spain as well. And it's typically made pork or a mixture of pork, and it has a light spice of like black pepper, garlic, and white wine. Which once again, when we have our lager, and you have a little bit of that sauce. It's nice and balanced. Yeah. That little pepper kick off the end. It almost brings out the pepper a little bit. Yeah, because of that contrast with the sweetness. Yeah. Yeah, so you get that like graham cracker sweetness from the lager, and then you get that pepper, that spiciness. So once again, spice and sweet go together beautifully. They do. That's, that's nice. I like it. Mm. 
I want more of that. <laughs> so let's move on now. Let's move on to our pale ale. Pale ale is right at the end here. Have a little sip of that one. So our pale ale here, and we don't have names for anything. We have a bit of a kiss principle here. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, where we name our beer as their style. So we have the Rail Yard, Rail Yard Lager, we have the Rail Yard IPA, the Rail Yard Pale Ale. We wanted to keep everything in line. We wanted to keep everything simple. We didn't want to confuse anything um, and just have it straight down the line. So with our Pale Ale, our Pale Ale is more of a sort of um, West Coast style. And with a Pale Ale, the difference between that and an IPA is a paleo will have uh, more of a malt backbone to it. So you'll notice with this, you'll get a little bit more caramel, a little bit more of that biscuit sweetness. Excuse me. Um, a little bit more of that uh, biscuit sweetness, but then you also get the fruitiness of a little bit of that orange and a bit of that uh, grapefruit and tad little bit of pine and resin that's thrown off the back of it um, from, uh, from the hops that we put in it. So we do dry hop this as well, um, but we do have a really strong malt backbone and that's what we want to make sure with our pale ale is that that, that malt to, uh, to, to alpha acid isomerization, which is basically the dilution of the um, bittering alphids that go into the beer. We want to make sure that that's really, really balanced. Um, so what I like to pair with this one is our, um, our comité, which is this one. So it's fruity, it's nutty, it's savory. It's got a little bit of that smokiness to it. A little bit of sweetness and it's got some nuttiness as well. So this is a contrast. And what the cheese does is help bring out some of that fruitiness. Yeah, I can definitely get the fruitiness and nuttiness from the cheese, but then that orange from the beer just like, enhances it. It brings it right out and it's really nice. Definitely. Yeah, it really pops, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. It's hard to talk while you're just putting things in your mouth that are so delicious right now. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> um, I, I that The first thing I got from this was like that orange flavor. I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. It's like, when I think summery drinks, that's what I'm thinking. Like, Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, a pale ale has been really popular um, on patios this season um, on our with our venues. Um, so, so we're really, really proud of that. And that one of the things with it is it, it does really go well with some burgers and fries, pizza, yeah. cheese. Like, like, it is really, really diverse um, and ap applicable. To, to a lot of range of flavors. Um, so moving on, one of the other things that I really like to do with this one is our harvest sausage. And when we bite into this, you'll already notice that the harvest sausage has more of a fatty content to it. So this has got a bit of apple to it. This has also got a bit of um, white wine in it. And you'll also notice um, a light spice, um, which is a little bit of um, uh, cinnamon, I believe. Once again, when you have that, the carbonation on that pail cuts through some of that heaviness 
And then what I like about this sausage is this, when we change that over, the malt backbone on our pail now comes to the forefront. So instead of that big bright orange flavor that you get after you have the cheese, you get a bit more of that earthiness, you get a little bit more of that caramel that rolls through yeah. because of that spice and because of some of that fat content as well. Yeah, it, it's really smooth. Oh. Like it's, it's really nice. Excellent pairing. I, mean, I never really put a lot of thought into beer and sausage and cheese. This is great so far. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're pretty passionate about, um, about what we do here. Um, and that's because, and all our cheese, so we actually get our, our cheese and our meats from Empire Provisions, which are locally sourced and they're here in Calgary as well. So we're huge supporters of staying local, keeping local, being artisanal and being craft. We yeah. are a craft brewery. We yeah. want to have craft foods and we want to do craft pairings. Thanks. That's what we're passionate about. Hey everyone, just a quick commercial break from our sponsors at ATB Financial. Visit them online at atb.com. You know, you want to save money? You want to save paper? Go digital with ATB's new no-fee all-in bank account. Say goodbye to paper statements. Say hello to easier everyday banking. You'll earn higher interest on higher balances. Visit atb.com to sign up today and start making your bank work for you. Want digital banking that works for you? Sign up for ATB's no-fee all-in account. By doing, the, by doing most of your banking digitally, you'll save on monthly fees, avoid paper fees, and get unlimited digital transactions. It's 24-7 banking at its finest. And back to the show. All right, let's go on to our IPA. By the cheers. way, cheers, my friend. Cheers. cheers. I had this on the weekend. Our IPA is huge. Yes. So our IPA, I like to say, is a perfect patio IPA. So she sits at about 6%, um, so not a huge ABV on that. We have 60 IBUs, um, and when we talk about IBUs, International Bittering Units, which is that measurement of the alpha acids um, that I was talking about, which are in the hops. Um, but our perceived bitterness is not at 60. Because our malt bill is so balanced, um, our perceived bitterness is really low, but we're still getting those huge... Um, grapefruit and orange and zest um, and once again that little bit of pine that kind of kicks off the end to just balance that out um, rather than having that malt backbone that we get from the pale ale of that biscuit and sort of caramel sweetness that comes through this is more fruity um, so with this one I like to pair the chorizo so take a little sip of our IPA little bit of our chorizo here and that IPA just really enhances that spiciness so that cayenne pepper that paprika um, really really brings that to the forefront and that's what um, alpha acid does is help enhance spiciness um, so you really so, so if you'd like to uh, blow your head off have this with like a really hot Thai um, red Thai curry or an Indian curry um, I don't know, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> if, if you want to be daring, I guess. 
Um, and the other thing, once again, uh, an IPA is a higher carbonation on it, so it's going to cut through some of that fattiness that you get from chorizo. However, the chorizo that we get um, is a little drier than most. Um, when you notice the fattiness content between our harvest sausage and between our chorizo, you'll notice that chorizo doesn't have, it's, it's a little drier and doesn't have that huge, that as, as kind of um, soft, so to speak. Yeah, that's so good. It just really enhances. The spice in that sausage is amazing. Mm -hmm. like, you can tell it's just not uh, off the rack. You bought it at Safeway kind of chorizo sausage. Like I said, it's not, it's a little bit drier, but it's not too dry. It has a nice balance to it, the spice in there. Like that paprika is really blended up. Mm -hmm. I like that. And once you have the IPA with it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So we're going to go back to Wensleydale on this one. Um, and the reason I'm going to go back to this is I want you to compare what it's like to have with our lager and then also have with um, the uh, with the IPA. So you get the sweetness, because this cheese is a little sweeter, it brings out that bitterness yeah. of it's, the IPA. It's, it's different than the lager, because like you said, it brings out, I found with the lager it brought more of the cheese out, but with, with this, the IPA, it brings more of the beer out, like all the bitterness. Totally. Totally, and that's one of the things with when we like play around with food and beer, is like looking at the different elements of what we are actually eating, um, and what it is that we want to achieve. Um, you know, sometimes we don't always want to achieve that perfect balance. Sometimes we really do want to enhance a particular aspect um, out of our out of our food or out of our beer. Um, so when we do a pairing, we, that's what that's what I really try and think about. I really try and think about what is it that I want to bring out? What is my whole objective of this dish or of this beer? And how am I going to make that happen? Awesome. All right, this uh, this IPA is delicious. I it kind is. of almost <laughs> don't want to move on. Mm. Mm. So let's go to our, um, our Gouda. Oh, sorry, our red, uh, red Leicestershire, which is a hard cow's milk cheese. And it's kind of similar to cheddar, but it's a lot more moister and a little bit crumblier. It's sweet. So once again, what I really find with this is this brings out that orange and that grapefruit out of the IPA. I'm going to have another little bit of that because that was delicious. <laughs> it was, yeah. That flavor at the very end, like it brought that cheese out at the very end, mm -hmm. like at the back of the palate, it was really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this one has, uh, for me, I really like this once again with the IPA because it does bring out that, um, does bring out that fruitiness in both the cheese and then also with the with the beer. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, and there's a little bit of that kind of 
caramel sweetness, um, like burnt caramel sweetness to that cheese as well, which we use uh, caramels in our IPA, which is once again is that little bit of contrast, but also complement on those those elements. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. All right, let's move on to uh, our dark mild now. Our dark mild um, is a small batch release. We actually only exclusively did it in the tap room. Uh, for a little while but it was so popular that we decided to do an 18 hectolitre batch on it we just released 16 kegs out into the the ethos um literally got put into uh connect logistics which is our distributor here uh yesterday and we only have four kegs left um dark mild is a really classic english style um lower carbonation than a lot of the american style beers that we're used to here uh, with a dark mild, it's four percent, so it's a lower ABV, um, and this is like your summer dark go-to if you're like a stout drinker, or if you want something that's a little darker, but not necessarily go into a full-blown stout. Although our stout that we do, our nitro stout, is an all-year-round stout. So what I really love about our dark mild is it has a little bit more of a fuller mouthfeel because we have that lower carbonation on it. We've got a lot of that kind of coffee roastiness. And then we also have a little bit of that burnt toffee that comes through as well. So just have a little sip of that. Mm. So yeah. nothing that yeah. sticks to the inside of your mouth. Yeah. And as you can tell, it doesn't have that huge carbonation on it. And we wanted to do that because it's basically when we want to stick to um, a really true classic to style, um, English beer doesn't have a lot of carbonation on it. Um, and we wanted that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to be really true to style on this one. So let's go to our back to our, our red Leicestershire. Okay, so which is a classic English style cheese. Sorry folks, we're just stuffing our mouth here. So you'll notice that now what comes out is that earthiness in that Leicestershire. Yeah. And then, and, and with it, that coffee. Um, and I don't know, but like, there's almost a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I like sweet, so. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. So, I like that. It's not, it's not what I was going to expect, but it's so good that coffee, sweetness, all coming out of the beer and the cheese at the same time. Like I said, that earthiness. Yeah, that earthiness is a big one. And how we achieve a little that earthiness in this particular beer is we use EKG, which is East Cape Goldings, which is a really classic English hop, which an English, that English hop has that earthiness to it. Um, if you put too much in a beer, it sometimes does feel like you're chewing on a bit of bark. Excuse the banging around here in the brewery. Um, but this is so perfectly balanced um, that when paired with, with that uh, Red Leicestershire, um, it really does complement beautifully. And here's one of the other things when we're, when we're pairing something, you really can't go wrong when you pair an English beer with an English cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like almost a traditional cheese with a traditional beer. It's, that's nice. I like it. Yeah, well, think, you know, when we think about, you know, how that cheese was made and, and the type of ingredients that that, that cheese was coming from, and basically the terroir from the, the, you know, the grass that the cows are eating and the soil that that grass has grown in, the soil that that hops has grown in, and under the same um, climate, 
you know, like like these are all the things that we need to think about. You can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you said at the very first. I wasn't, I was expecting something more in the middle, sticking to it, but it's so light and yeah, just goes down really, really nice. It's it's earthy and delicious and totally complimentary. Yum 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 yum. Um, so with our pairing over here with our meat we're going to go with the um, finocchia which is a Tuscan style salami with fennel and garlic and red wine which is this one right here in the middle you had me at fennel mm. and that spice with the fennel and then the sweetness that little bit of toffee once again that spice and that sweetness throws off each other makes each other pop it's so well balanced so it just melts together really. mm -hmm. yeah and there's a little bit of that sweetness in there from that red wine and that garlic as well which just that might be my favorite pairing Amazing. And it's been amazing so far. And that's just been really, really nice. Wait till we get to the chocolate. You said you're a sweets man. Yeah. So let's wait till we get to the chocolate. Oh my god. Mind blown. Um, let's move on. And now we're gonna have to save um, some of our nitro stout and our milk stout for our dessert pairing as well. So try not to uh, to drink all of it at once. So we're going to move on to our nitro stout. Now, our nitro stout um, is pretty phenomenal. Our nitro stout is an all-year-round um, beer that we do. We don't just do a stout because it's typically or historically classed as a winter beer. Uh, and the reason for that is the well, it, why it's um, historically classed as that is because of technology and refrigeration when they could drum roast malts or not get drum roast malts um, and when they could brew a particular beer with a particular temperature and ferment it out and yada 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 because we have technology and we have glycol systems and refrigeration we can do a beer any beer anytime we want and we say that a stout is an all-year-round beer um, our stout is an English oatmeal stout as a base so it has a little bit more of that caramel sweetness to it it's uh, not when people think of a stout as well, they're thinking of a Guinness, and a Guinness is a dry Irish stout. So you get a little, you get a bit more acidity to it. You get a little bit more acrid burnt notes to it. Um, you also get a lot more dryness to it. So you'll find after you you take that sip. Um, and why nitrogen? Well, nitrogen essentially pushes the carbon dioxide out of a beer. So essentially, you're serving a flat beer. But what the nitrogen done is help expand those. Um, those it gives it a creamy mouthfeel and gives it a fuller mouthfeel. So let's have a little sip of our nitro nitrogen stout here by Rail Yard. And you notice it's nice and silky on the inside of your I, I mouth. I was going to say that it's like really. I feel like my whole mouth is just smooth. Yep. It's so silky and smooth. Yeah. Totally. And one of the other things that we did with this, which we made Alberta beer history with this beer. We are the first and the only canned nitrogen product in all of Alberta beer history. Pretty amazing. Like, 
the only other um, Canadian uh, brewery doing a canned or packaged nitrogen product is big guys Phillips out in BC so like high five like small guys in, in Calgary Alberta for doing this uh, what I want to pair this with now is our sherry walnut salami like that already sounds like a taste sensation Once again, folks, we're just shoving things in our mouth here. I hope you're not too jealous. I would be. I would be too. <laughs> so that that kind of that dark bit of cocoa that you get off the um, off the stout really brings out the sweetness of the sherry. Yeah. That really comes to the forefront and really complements. Like you get with our, with our stout, um, I really love its balance. It has, like, at its forefront is that dark bit of cocoa, and then you get that espresso roastiness. You get a little bit of that molasses that comes in underneath, and that caramel sweetness that ties it together, and that roasted, like, hazelnut and nuttiness that you get right off the back of it. So this um, sherry and walnut salami is just the perfect pairing, because the other thing is you get a little bit of that bitterness. So you get bitterness or a perceived bitterness from the roasted malts in this. Um, which then, once again, is that contrast to the sweetness of the sherry. And then you get that complement of the nuttiness coming out of the sausage with that back end uh, that back end being thrown off the back of the beer. Yeah, once you said that bitterness and I was chewing and drinking, I got that right away. And you described every sensation in my mouth. And it was amazing. Like, that pairing... Is it now your favorite? Have you moved on? I, I think I might have. <laughs> I, I've never been a huge fan of stout, but maybe it's because I haven't had a good stout. And you've made me a believer. I, I don't know if I can go back. I, I tend to do this. I, a lot of people as well are like, oh, I don't drink IPAs. And I love turning somebody who says that they, haven't, they don't drink IPAs into an IPA drinker. Um, because here's the thing with beer, I, I kind of say that beer styles are like breeds of dogs. There's so many that you you know, there's so many breeds in between of that one particular style, and you just need to find the one that you like. And I love exploring that. It's the same thing with people like, oh, I don't drink beer. And when people say they don't drink beer, what they actually don't drink is adjunct American lager, yeah. which is tasteless and made with fully fermentable sugar that is made to water it down and dry it out and not give it anything. So I always, when people say I don't drink beer, I'm like, we just haven't found your gateway beer yet. Yes. And I love taking people on that journey. So I'm so glad that you've, I've turned you into a believer of the stout. Yes. Um, I'm getting stout this weekend. We'll make sure we send you away with the four pack <laughs> before you walk out of here. Um, and yeah, look, you can purchase our stout at, you know, all co-ops and liquor depots and Sobe Safeways and all the really good independent uh, stores as well. So get out there and have yourself, and stout is so good for like backyard, um, they make great uh, floats, so you can have a stout float, go and get some Fiasco ice cream, um, get the bourbon vanilla ice cream or their hot chocolate ice cream, put a dollop of that in there and it's brilliant, perfect for around the fire pit, great for a patio in the evening stouts are all year round i can't stress that enough when i went to co-op this weekend i got the ipa yep and 
I'm kicking myself for not getting the stout now. Man, you gotta hey IPA IPA all day, all right? Yes. Like IPA all day. I love my IPAs. Yes. But hey, man, next time you just get both, and we'll send you away with the four pack <laughs> this evening. All right, let's go on to our milk stout. So I love our milk stout, and I'm actually kind of upset we don't have any of our nitro milk stout left. Once again, cheers on this one. We might we're just going to get better and better with this. So our milk stout is our beautifully balanced nitro stout base, so our English oatmeal stout, and we add lactose post-fermentation. So you notice when you have this, those like roasty espresso notes turn to more of a latte coffee. Those dark bitter cocoa turns to more of a milk chocolate sweetness. You get really light English toffee now, rather than just, uh, sorry, uh, English caramel and like that liquid caramel rather than hard caramel and a little bit more creaminess to it um once again really apologies for all our pumps going right now here in the brewery we're live people this is happening right now in a brewery (laughs) and this is what happens um so that's that's one of the things i really love about this is if you don't want something that's quite doesn't have all that roastiness and doesn't have that dark bit of cocoa move on to our milk stout um, we're gonna ch- we're gonna do our milk stout with our chocolate. So uh, we uh, get chocolate, uh, which is a product here of ca- in Canada, and it's actually um, done here in Calgary. Once again, we are um, we are all about craft, and we're all about sourcing locally, and that's what we make sure that we stick to. So we're gonna open up here, and we're doing uh, what is called the I've got to get this right now. Kuya, oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, I've got to get this right. It's the Kuya, Kuya milk uh, chocolate. Um, and what this is, the best way to kind of describe this, it's um, like a North American milk chocolate, except it's got the fruitiness of a European chocolate that doesn't really exist here on our palate. So a lot of the chocolate that we get here is more milk and white sugar. Let's face it, at the end of the day. Um, We'll get little notes of like honey and a little bit of caramel. I'm going to give you a piece off the end here. There we go. And you notice that when we break this chocolate, it does snap because it's made from cocoa, real cocoa. So you get that fruitiness. You get a little bit of that dried apricot that kind of comes through. That honey and that caramel. Now let's have a bit of our milk stout with that. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry, we can't talk. Chocolate and stout. That's amazing. That's... I'm trying to find the words to describe it. Heaven? Yes. Um, I might divorce my wife and just marry. Um, it's so good. It's, this is what food is. Yep. And to discover something new for me, it's it's almost like magic pairing these two. Totally. The and smoothness of the chocolate, mm-hmm. the smoothness of the stout. It just all in the mouth. It just feels really nice. 
And I'm going to use the word smooth again yep. because it's so smooth. The sweetness of the chocolate, which is not just sugar, 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 but it has a really nice blend of sweetness. And the and vanilla in it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not, it just all blends together so nicely. Like, yeah. Um, like the toffee from the stout, the sweetness from the chocolate, it just marries together perfectly. It's a, it's a perfect complement. Yes. It's a total perfect complement. And the other thing that I really like as well, I mean, you do have some fattiness and richness associated with the chocolate too. And while our milk stout is rich, it still has it still has some of that bitterness and still has some of that dryness associated with those dark roasted malts that cut through some of that richness as well. So it's not it's not all sweet and it's not all velvet. But there's that beautiful, nice balance. Balance, balance is, is the key here. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. The other thing that goes really well with chocolate is whiskey. Oh, chocolate whiskey is another one of my favorite things, but that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of pork and chocolate. Oh. But I might be switching it up. Totally, totally. We've, we've got a new believer. We've got a new believer. What I think we should do, Avery, is like these people have uh, have listened to us yabber on here for a little bit, but I think maybe we should we should call it here. Let let our lovely listeners go out and go and research um, their own favourite pairings. And I'm really happy for anybody to get in contact with me. Um, Railyard Brewing, uh, Christina C H R I S T I N A at railyard.ca. Um, you can find me at the brewery. You can find me at my email, um, or you can go to our website, which is just railyard.ca, um, and look me up there. Otherwise, find me at Just Craft Beer Extina on Instagram, um, and tell me your favourite uh, craft beer and food pairings. I know I'm going to be trying a lot of different combinations. Thank you very much. This was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolute pleasure, Avery.